Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. Hope you're having a great day. And uh, without any further ado, let's. I want to move straight to our first guest today, which is Kenny Holloway. And he's the mayor of the city of Ocean Springs, longtime friend of mine, someone who I've watched really closely. He's tackled the job of of uh, Ocean Springs. In fact, Kenny, I thought it was funny. During the break, we had a chance to chat, ch- chat with Chad White, the state auditor for the state of Mississippi. And you said it's sort of like trying to get a, in the beginning, it's sort of like trying to get a watermelon down a garden hose. But it's true. I mean, you're drinking from a fire hose these days, aren't you? Well, the first the first 45 days, yep. Um, we're we're on four, going on four months now. And uh, things have slowed down a little bit as far as, I guess it's kind of like playing football. You know, when you get to the next level, it's moving really fast until you, you get in the game and you, you get the feel of it. But uh, a lot of people trying to get uh, appointments and get, you know, uh, talk about their ideas and, and sharing ideas. So, um, you know, we've, we've um, tried to get our message out and uh, listen to everybody else who has an opinion in Ocean Springs. And, and uh, like I like to say in Ocean Springs, we have some very passionate residents in Ocean Springs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't like what's going on, they'll tell you. Well, what I've always said about that, you know, it goes back to my days at the Sun-Herald where I was for 27 years. Anytime we talked about Ocean Springs, we would say democracy is alive and well because you know, <laughs> people want to be involved. And that community, is, you know, it makes for a better community. A lot of voices, you get it when you have a lot of voices involved. That's what democracy is about. about. The outcome typically is better. That's for sure, isn't it? It is. It is. And um, we uh, we try to take it all in and. Um, you know, we um, try to deal with it one at a time. But uh, there's a lot of positive, though. It's not negative. Uh, there's a lot of positive yeah. things that are going on. So, Kenny, you, the, the Peter Anderson uh, Festival is last weekend. It's really important to the city, isn't it? It's a huge uh, event for the city. Um, thousands of people come to town. They, um, you know, they spend a lot of money. You know, it's, uh, it's a good revenue generator for everybody. And uh, and they, they eat in our restaurants and uh taking our bars and, you know, it helps us on our 2% tax. So um, it, it's, a, it's a good thing for us. And um, we look forward to it every year. You know, in my conversation with Cynthia Sutton from the chamber, it's been interesting to watch how they approached it this year. And it has a lot to do with what they learned during COVID. You know, they, the, the, they, they decided as a result of what they learned is that they would keep the number of booths at a certain number. So they, you know, the quality of what's being presented uh, at the, at the, at the uh, festival, the quality was really terrific. And, you know, they'll see how, you know, they'll, they'll do a debriefing on last weekend and see how it went. And then they'll, they'll make some adjustments for next year, but it is really, it's become a premiering event, not just for Ocean Springs, but for coast of Mississippi. I mean, that's, People come it from all over. Get bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. People come from all over, you know. And in Ocean Springs, we're limited on hotel rooms, so they're staying throughout the uh, the coastal region and then coming into town during the day. Um, so yeah, it's a benefit for everybody, I believe. Well, Cynthia, you know, you know, 
It's not unusual to bump into somebody from Bay St. Louis. And of course, in Bay St. Louis, it's not un unusual to bump into somebody from Ocean Springs, is it? Right, right. Cynthia does a great job. And um, there's a lot of planning that goes into that event, um, hours and hours and hours of it. So uh, they've got their team together and they've they've got it down to a science. But uh, tell you when Cynthia gets her mind on something, just get out the way because she's going to get to it. <laughs> well, that's, that's what you want to see in a chamber leader for sure. That's hey, right. listen, let's, let's take a step back for a second. You, you know, as we've discussed in the past, you were an entrepreneur before you decided to, to run for mayor, most, most recently in the real estate business. You know a lot about what it, what it takes to create value in a community. You know a lot about zoning and vision for a community and all of that. You came in with a goal to be as innovative as possible. You wanted to keep the character of the city this sense of place that makes the Ocean Springs so specific, but you had a set of goals. I mean, first you you wanted to you wanted to focus on infrastructure. It's not a sexy subject, but it's something yeah. you wanted to do. Second, you wanted a, a maybe bigger hotel at some point, and you wanted to begin to, to engage people around that where the city could go strategically, and it helps you actually to have that real estate background. In your work today, how often do you reflect on how your real estate background is being very useful to you as mayor? Well, you know, it, it helps. Um, Patty Gadsden is our city clerk, and uh, she often, you know, we'll be riding together around town, and I'll see something, and I'll say, man, that's a great location for whatever it might be. And she always, she goes, yeah, that, that, you can really tell that real estate business is coming out in you. You, think, you see things differently than I do. And she's a number cruncher, but uh, you know, so yeah, it helps quite a bit. We, you know, we've we've got a um, we've got a, a lot of opportunity in Ocean Springs to do some things, and and one thing we're starting uh, in the next uh, month and a half, two months, is uh, updating our comprehensive plan, which will give us a blueprint of the next twenty years, basically, of how the city possibly and probably will grow. So um, that that's going to be interesting to see that unfold. Yeah, it's having having that comprehensive plan in concert with your infrastructure plan. Those those two kind of go hand in hand, don't they? They do. We've got, um, you know, we've identified twenty nine million dollars worth of infrastructure work that we need to to complete uh, in order to make sure we can grow properly. And uh, we're going to be, um, you know, asking for partnership with uh, with the utility authority, the county, the state, you know. You know, we want to get this stuff done in the next five years so we can get out of what I call we've been in Band-Aid mode, you know, just um, patching problems instead of creating long-term solutions and, and infrastructure issues. Yeah, I know that there were some rebuilding that happened after Katrina, and you and I have talked about this before, but unlike the city of Biloxi, which is almost virtually you know, rebuilding their infrastructure as a result of Katrina, you didn't have that same scenario play out in Ocean Springs. And so you have you have significant needs, as you said, nearly $30 million. The state's sitting on about $1.8 billion <laughs> as a result of COVID. Um, how confident are you that you might get your hands on some of that? Well, I I'm pretty confident we're going to get our hands on some of it. We, we've had, we've got some money that's come directly to the city um, with ARPA funds. And, uh, you know, that 1.8 billion, billion is, uh, I've heard a lot of that earmark for infrastructure. So that's, um, um, that's why we're going to be spending a lot of time in Jackson in the first quarter of the year trying to, you know, 
uh, tell our message, you know, sell our plan and uh, and get some help. We're not going up there empty handed now. We're, you know, we're not asking for for everybody just to give us everything. We're going to we're going to get some skin in the game ourselves also. So uh, I think that makes makes the legislatures feel better when uh, when they know we have a plan. We've got shovel ready projects uh, ready to go and we've got a uh, we're going to make a sizable investment from a city standpoint also. So, Kenny, when you came into this job, you had a set of expectations and you had a perception about how it was, you know, be interesting to me to, to learn now that you've been in there for a little bit. What's different? What, what's what, what's some of the biggest surprises of, about being mayor? Well, you know, I don't I don't know if there's uh, any big surprises. I've I've been able to I've been fortunate to be able to watch the position from, a you know, a, a kind of a close uh, uh, vision there or our standpoint with AJ. So uh, I kind of, he and I talked quite a bit when he was mayor. Um, in the evenings, I'd visit his house and we'd talk about things that went on through the city in the day. And I guess the most surprising thing is um, uh, just the volume of work and, and phone calls and things like that that come through the mayor's office. Um, and, uh, and I was hoping to be able to get out of the office a little bit more, and I think I will at some point, but uh, it's just a lot of stuff that uh, goes on behind the scenes um, that a mayor has to be involved in, or at least you've got to know pretty much everything because people are going to ask you questions and you you got to give them an intelligent answer if you can. Or if you can't, you got to know where to go to get the answer, and that, that's a good thing too. We've got yeah, that's competent people. Yeah, that's the drinking from the fire hose part, isn't it? Right, it is. It is. So, but it, like I say, it, it's slowing down a little bit. And uh, my calendar, uh, where you know we'd be back to back to back. Now I get a I get a fifteen minute break every now and then. <laughs> so, you know, curious about this. When you, I'm sure that there are days when you just say, "Okay, I'm just going to go have lunch somewhere," and you just leave the office and you know take a mosey around town. Do people? know you do they talk to you how, how does that work well yeah and uh you know city hall being where it is i i, I have a lot of options for restaurants and uh and lunch uh places but um they do and you know i'll stop and talk i mean it, it's really cool to walk down ocean springs this time of year especially because the shops have the doors open and i'll stick my head in there and talk to folks and you know um just you know just kind of stay you know stay in touch with them um but uh, yeah they I, I, i'm becoming more recognizable i understand why um aj used to uh, do his grocery shopping at seven o'clock on sunday morning <laughs> but no I, I i don't mind i like talking with people and, and, and listening to what they have to say well as a, as a former newspaper publisher i i I'm certainly hadn't been in an elected position but i know what you're talking about because you know people they recognize you and they you know they have a problem that needs to be solved and they're hoping that you can solve it and when you're a recognizable figure in that way people people want to see what that's all about and want, want to want to ask your help hey when we come back we'll continue our conversation with uh with the mayor of ocean springs kenny hollywood we'll see you after this break coast view on super talk 103.1 is brought to you by j allen toyota on i-10 exit 38 gulfport see all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com and remember when you think toyota think j allen toyota talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews. On Welcome back to Coast View. We have the mayor of the city of Ocean Springs, Kenny Holloway, with us now. And uh, Kenny, before we get into things like economic development and other things related to the city, have you been fishing lately? Well, um, I haven't been fishing, but uh, I was telling you, we, we, uh, a couple of buddies of mine, we uh, partnered on a boat, a wooden lugger. Um, out of Gulfport, the boat was built in Gulfport in 1977. We've uh, done some work to it and really been enjoying that, just island hopping. And and I'll, I'll go out, uh, when I get out in the afternoon sometimes, I just go straight to the boat and sit on the back of it. And it's that point cadet, watch the sunset and just kind of get away from everybody and just kind of, you know, my own time. So I've really enjoyed that part of the boat also. Yeah, Roland had a couple of luggers, the second edition, then the third edition while I was at working at the Sun-Herald. So we would spend a lot of time on it. Then we would spend time entertaining guests. Uh, I used to enjoy those long rides out to the Chandelier and then stay out there for a weekend and use it sort of as the base station. Right. Get on skips and go go fish all over the place. And Back Bay, man, it's been, a, you know, I've talked about this on this show. And then I have this new show called Super Talk Outdoor that is that plays across the network. Really? And uh, the, 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 we've had just unprecedented rain this year in Biloxi Bay. Where you used to catch redfish and specks, you catch you know bass now, and right. we've got an we've got like three different flocks of Canadian geese that have sort of settled in around our house, and they like it because there's a lot of freshwater grass that has that's here, and they like eating that. And but uh, you know we're starting to see the redfish start to come back again, and under the lights at night, you're starting to see a few right. speckled trout come in. But it it's did. been an incredibly rainy season. Oh, it has been, and um, you know what. It kind of uh, it kind of caught us, you know. It's finally dried up before festival season and cruising the coast because we just couldn't get public works. They just couldn't get out there and cut grass with uh, with all the yeah. water. You know, it's so wet. Yeah, a lot. So so many challenges that it created in so many different ways. While we had sort of the outskirts of Ida. And we had some cleaning up to do as a result of that. We, we all, all in all, when you compare it to what we had to experience last year, we got kind of lucky on the on the tropical season, didn't we? We did. Um, uh, we had very little damage. Um, we had uh, just clean up the beaches, basically, and we were done in a few days. Uh, I, th I think we talked um, somewhere around that, uh, maybe before or after you and I did on the show. And, uh, you know, all the things, it was a good, it was a good, test for Ocean Springs and for, for me as being a new mayor and, uh, you know, how to, how we go about getting prepared and all the different, um, agencies to work with. So, um, uh, I'm fortunate we didn't have to deal with it, but, uh, I feel good about the way we, we prepared for it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it is quite incredible to understand the kind of teamwork and, organization and planning and and uh, you know the, the the collaboration between cities and counties and uh, man the prep for just getting ready for storms not you know not to mention what happens after we get hit what has to happen but man you you have to lean on some really dedicated employees don't you we do you know um fire police public works parks and rec i mean everybody's you know um preparing and you know picking things up and taking nets down and you know getting uh vehicles positioned to uh for the cleanup it's just um you know it's it's a it's a group effort and uh um, we all huddle up in our um our civil defense area you know at the fire station and get prepared and um we 
it, it worked out well though i'm glad i'm glad we didn't have to deal with it but i'm glad like i said we have to prepare for it so in the future we we've got a good game plan because it's going to happen what's interesting. yeah go ahead I said it's going to happen sooner or later, as you know. Oh look. yeah, it's going to happen. It is, and we just we just have to be ready for it. Hey, look, um, the Peter Anderson Festival, the Walter Anderson Museum, um, and all that surrounds uh, those those two men and the family of the Anderson family and what they contributed through Shearwater Pottery and the history there. It's really incredible. Robert St. John's has got out a new book that he's uh, that should be. I think it's it's actually hung up on a boat off of the coast of California right now, you know, and it will get here sometime mid-November. But uh, in my conversation with Julian Rankin and Robert St. John's, and he has a collaborator on there as well, done a documentary. It's going to, once again, I mean, the definitive book on Walter Anderson will be coming out. Once again, it's going to bring bringing great focus back to the city of Ocean Springs and the art community there and the work that they're doing, not just at the Walter Anderson Museum, but the work that Julian's doing to reach out to help do community building across Jackson County and across the coast. Man, you're really lucky to have that there, aren't you? We are. We are. I was over was over there this uh, a week ago. We had the um, the art festival going on downtown, which was really cool. Went over there and saw the art hanging up. And then throughout the city, uh, we had hundreds, I'd say probably close to 100 artists they would just walk around town. They see something. They drop their, you know, put their tripod down and their whatever you call the little box with all the, the paint brushes and they, you know, the easel and they just start to paint. And it was really neat to watch it and, you know, get up and uh, I walk in the morning. And I grab my coffee and then I just walk around and just kind of check out what they were, what they saw and how they were depicting it in their art. It was really, really a neat, neat event. It is. It is uh, such a fundamentally important part of important dimension of the city of Ocean Springs, and and it's you know will always be part of the city's legacy. Um, what what they what they bring to the art community for Coastal Mississippi. Hey, listen. In the short time we have left, what you got any big economic development projects you're working on? Well, um, yeah, I can't really say you know exactly what. Uh, we're doing now. Now, if we're talking about a month, I'll be glad to, uh, to fill you in on what the plan is. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got some good things happening. Our city, um, our city's uh, growing. Uh, our school district's ranked, you know, very high. Uh, our football team is ranked very high. Matter of fact, number one in 6A football by Max Preps right now. Uh, we have a, um, a breakfast every Friday morning at 7 a.m. at Brooms and, and the coaches and the players and uh, the boosters get together. And uh, that's brought back a lot of good memories for me. And I have to correct the football coach next time I see him, though, because, you know, he was talking about uh, uh, they haven't had an undefeated season until uh, 1972, since 1972. Well, I've got to correct him because in 1978, when I was a senior, uh, we went undefeated in the regular season. Now, we did lose to Reggie Collier and Diaberville in the Shrimp Bowl, but in the regular season, we were undefeated. So I'm going to have to talk to Coach Pinnock about that. It, isn't it great to have that connection, though? Isn't it great to be able to be the mayor and go back there and have all those memories of when you played and to be able to – it's almost like you've come full circle in a way. That's fun, isn't it? It is fun. And, you know, I've got uh, – we, we've got a good bit of uh, our old team that still gets together. Um, uh, we'll meet for some beverages every now and then, and 
you know, we got a couple of them that just can't get out of the seventies. All they want to do is talk about their, you know, their high school football <laughs> career. So, <laughs> but it, it is hey, fun. Man. It is fun. I, life you know, I've got a, le- I've got my letter jacket in the closet now. It won't fit me, but I still have it hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> How bad will it not fit you? <laughs> well, that's for another show, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it, it, you know, those memories, those memories are so important, man. I mean, that's what, that's what makes a community kick, not tick. And for you to have this opportunity to go to brooms on those seven o'clock breakfasts with the coach there and the team there and, and just get, get to continue to be involved in that, in that way. Um, you know, that's, that's what makes a community tick, man. It it it, it brings generations together. It 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 brings people together in a in a moment of pride, particularly around the Ocean Springs team today. That's a, that's incredible, really. Yeah, it really is. I'm happy for the boys, but I tell you, they're a lot uh, larger young men than we were. I mean, uh, I remember uh, visiting Natchez with my sister, and bro- my sister lived there, and we go through these antebellum homes, and I'm thinking, man, that's a small chair for them or full-grown man to sit in. So, you know, uh, those boys might be looking at some furniture that, you know, I grew up in and say, that's a small chair. For them. <laughs> but well, uh, I'm, I'm happy, right. you know. They're taller. They're taller. They're heavier. Uh, I mean, they're, they're studs, man. It's, they it's really incredible are. how athletic we, uh, young people are today. Yeah, we, uh, and like I said, you know, I'm happy to be the mayor. I'm happy to, uh, to, to be able to relive those moments with the kids. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, you, you asked me earlier if I get recognized, you know, when I'm walking downtown. Well, you know, what I, what I haven't gotten used to is people calling me mayor, you know, and <laughs> uh, and I just, I'm just Kenny, you know, you can call me Kenny. You don't have to call me mayor. That's okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, um, that's just part of it. I get it. it. It is part of it. But, you know, the opportunity to be mayor in a city you grew up in and to be able to use your experience Again, you didn't have to be mayor, but you're like many other mayors in coastal Mississippi. You decided to to give back. Your heart was in the right place. You're going to use the experience that you've gained from from your private business world, particularly as it relates to real estate and bringing value to a community. And uh, you're going to make a difference. And in the meantime, you get to reminisce along the way about what it was like for you back in the day. And, and in some ways, you want to preserve that. You want to preserve what kept brought these people together these generations of people who are still in ocean springs and love this city that's that's kind of what it's all about isn't it it is it is i live downtown i live um, about two blocks from city hall so i'm uh, uh i mean I, I get it i understand what downtown's about and what uh, what it does for the city and uh we're going to protect that but we're going to grow our tax base in other parts of the city too I know you are. Listen, this has been Kenny Holloway, the mayor of the city of Ocean Springs, a good friend of Coast View, a good friend of mine. Kenny, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, and uh, we'll see you again in a few weeks. Okay, sounds great, Ricky. Come see us. Okay, buddy. Take care. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.